Hi, I'm Tish. And I was born with gills like a fish. <laughs> and I'm Juliana. Somehow, you must go back. You must make yourself remember. This is episode 63 of the Rated F Podcast. This episode, we're talking about movies as escapism. Women love shit like that. Cinemas will die out. Because it's just fucking movies. Women don't have the same opportunities. So many women. (laughs) I didn't realize until I said that quote that it rhymes. (laughs) My name is Tish. I was born with gills like a fish. It's the start of your burgeoning rap career. Yo, yo, yo. I'm here to say. Wait, that doesn't work. Okay. Welcome to the rapping podcast. Oh. Imagine if we did a podcast that just rhymed, like that one episode of How I Met Your Mother. That was terrible. I mean, like, I get it. That's like a fun writing experiment, but, like, who actually wants to listen to that? Well, Lin-Manuel Miranda was in that episode. He rapped and rhymed Canada with Janada. (laughs) My uncle's a Janada. (laughs) I mean, I like Lin, but I don't really think that's the thing I'm going to remember for in life. I don't think so. Okay, well, we're talking about movies. Yeah. Or, um, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Movies. You know what? We're both Guys, really tired today. It's, uh, yeah. it's hot in here. I didn't have the air conditioner on long enough to prepare. So That's it's okay. just going to get hotter as it's we go. going to be great. We're going to keep our energy yes. up. We're going to get through it all. And then we'll be like, oh, no big deal. It's great. Yes. Okay. Okay. What I'm trying to say is the theme of escaping through movies um, is something that I've been writing about for our blog, website, whatever, because we couldn't record, so I was trying to keep up the content, and I wasn't feeling creative or anything <laughs> during the beginning of the pandemic. I was watching a lot of movies to yeah. escape this world. So um, if you haven't checked those out, it's tishchambers.com slash rated F, and the last, like, how many did I do for like five little articles they're sort of watch lists but not as specific as the watch list we've written before more like how can you use movies to escape uh, through fantasy here's some of my favorites or through sci-fi or escape to another country by watching a movie about someone traveling and stuff like that yeah so you could check those out and then um, I wanted to just write about escapism through movies in general, and I was writing about it, and then I was like, Juliana, do you want to do this as a podcast? And I was like, yeah, that's a good topic, and now we're here. And now we're here, <laughs> we have lots of notes and things to talk about, basically. Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's get into it. What is escapism? It's the first question. <laughs> we did not think to get a definition. No, I got a definition. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go for it. Um, I, (laughs) I found that, um, I found a couple different definitions, but the one that I thought was just like the most succinct was that escapism is a mental diversion from unpleasant or boring aspects of daily life, typically through activities involving imagination or entertainment. I like that. That makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) It's pretty, Yeah. A diversion, really. Yeah. Diversion. Yeah, that being like the main point, I think. Of. Mm-hmm. When I think of escapism, I think of 
Yeah, favorite. sometimes escape is a bit of a dramatic use of the word when I'm talking about escape through a movie, but a mental, a little mental escape. Yeah, mental break, mental yeah. hiatus. Um, sometimes physical hiatus too, because generally you're stationary. That is true, and you're also because you're mentally diverted. You're not uh, maybe thinking about all your body if you're normally very aware of That's your true. body. That's true. I didn't think Many about that. Many reasons, pain or otherwise, just you're just focused on the audio and visual senses that are happening, and you get to sort of forget what's going on in your body, unless it's really too much and you can't handle it. Anyway, <laughs> let's escape. Um, the other big question is why. Do we do it? Well, I guess the definition kind of answers that because unpleasant and boring aspects of daily life. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we all also like times of stress or high anxiety needing to Mm -hmm. like find. It's almost like a defense mechanism (laughs) when you think of it like that. You're like, nope, this is too much for me. I need a little time out. Um, Like a not coping mechanism. But yeah. Um, almost not denial. I don't know the word, but yeah, something like that. Like I'm going to ignore my problems and just focus on something else. Right. And if it's a good movie that can actually keep your attention, then it works. Yes. Yes, for sure. Um, and it can also be, I wrote down like sort of blissful ignorance. If you can just, and other things than just movies, but like tuning out, the stuff about the world that you don't want to think about because it's just too much it's too hard you feel guilty about something what you just (laughs) you're (laughs) procrastinating on something but you can just ignore it all and focus on a movie right and I think actually like um in today's world especially with like social media and like sometimes sometimes you For example, sometimes you need to be on social media for work or for activities that you're doing. And so, like, you don't have the ability to tune everything out because everything's just coming at you on those platforms. Mm -hmm. So I think especially with that, having somewhere to be like, not on that in here. Not for the next two and a half hours if it's really long. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. You turn off all notifications, everything else, and... Sometimes. Um, yeah. If you can. If yeah. You can. Yeah. That's sort of the point. And that's, we'll talk a bit about going to the actual cinema. Mm-hmm. That's also part of why people like going to the cinema. It's a dark room. Ideally, everyone <laughs> shuts up, turns their phones off. You don't look at your phone. Like, it takes away distractions because you're in a space where you don't feel like you can just grab your phone or start talking. But we know people do and why I hate it, but... <laughs> We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, I have a quote. Yes, you that do. That I would like to share. <laughs> share it with me. Um, just I was just reading an article about Elizabeth Gilbert. She's an author. Um, Eat, Pray, Love, you may know, or Big Magic. She just wrote this novel, City of Girls, which mm-hmm. I read. The first novel I've read in a long time is really good. Okay. Um, just someone happened in this interview about something else. This was a question someone asked. Can you tell me a little bit about what escapism in art means to you right now? And Elizabeth Gilbert said, people have always used the arts to take a vacation from themselves and the world. And I put it in that order because the most important gift of being able to escape into art is being able to take a vacation from yourself. You can shut the door to get away from the world. 
you can turn off the news and get away from the world. Um, but there's, there's nowhere to get away from your own mind. So humans have generously over the centuries and over the millennia used their creativity to make things that are literally captivating. So you get captivated into them and then you have a lovely little holiday from having to think about yourself. Yes. Yeah. I think this is also maybe sometimes the reason people do drugs. <laughs> yeah, that is also that movies type of are a lot healthier. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's all we could talk about escapism in a lot of ways if we wanted to get really into psychology. Yeah. But we're just talking no, about just movies. movies. <laughs> um, so those kind of are all the same points that we were hitting too. So yeah. But I love the way she talks about art. It sounds like literally something so captivating. I don't think of like a film like that, but I'm like, there's been movies, even some we've gone together where it's just like time stops, like, and you're just this rectangle in front of you. When it's really good. It's really good. You forget you're watching a movie and you just are in that experience, which is like, to me, it's a beautiful thing. That's what I love about movies. Like whether I'm at home or in the like super dark theater, if it's, really good I come away from that experience I just remember the movie I don't remember if I was eating snacks or if I was playing with my fidget cube or if I you know shifted my you know if I wasn't comfortable like just yeah we're talking about like getting off social media to get away from the world but um art movies is also a vacation from yourself because you don't have to think about what you care about and what your worries about your future are you get to like sort of be in another character depending on the type of movie get really involved with this character and then you care about the things that they care about yeah and it's, it's a break from your life yeah yeah from yourself it's the same reason actually i really loved acting so yeah. that's what it reminds me of my mom always isn't she not a public speaker and she was always like i don't get it you get up and you're on stage <laughs> and i was like yeah but it's not me getting yeah. on stage so it's different i'm not get, i don't have to be nervous because it's not me doing it i mean like it is but it's not yeah and it's i feel like this is very much like it's just coming at it from a opposite angle but mm-hmm. same thing i mean you could extend that to like you play D and stuff yep. or like role play any type of role playing and larping and like all these different things people do yes it's all kind of like acting and it's all being someone different yep. for a while all and, comes back yeah. to this <laughs> um yeah i was looking up specifically i was reading some articles on escapism in film and i actually saw it as like defined which mm-hmm. i found weird because i i'm sure we'll get into it i feel kind of all films are escapist in some way but mm-hmm. it defined escapist films as like three categories of movies so, films set in a world with fantastical elements. They gave some examples, like Rogue One or Civil War. So, pretty much any sci-fi fantasy, <laughs> any sci-fi fantasy mm-hmm. film. Um, historical films. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming because it has like almost a time travel-y aspect to it. When it's definitely about... still not your world, exactly. Correct. Yeah. yeah, and all films that are set in reality but blindly ignore all modern problems. So the you example they gave was la la land which i thought was a very good one yes (laughs) you could argue that a lot of films set in so-called reality ignore a lot of problems problems. because well i mean a lot of people in the world ignore a lot of problems so if your movie is just about this little community of white people in this place they're 
not address you can't address all the world's problems if your characters don't really care about them i think yeah i feel like maybe that isn't like the best way of putting it because la la land the example that they give has like because it's a musical it has like fantastical elements in it like people don't just break into song and dance on their cars like yeah that's not the part that blindly ignores modern problems it just also happens to be it just happens yeah yeah. (laughs) so i don't know but yeah it was um i well i'm sure we'll get into it Mm because like i asked the question later like are are not like are all films escapist like that's kind of why you're doing it i kind of think that's the point so too but maybe some documentaries would be sort of the opposite they're trying to bring your attention to something in your life in your real world especially like really like activist that's fair that's a good point um but even documentaries can be escaping into you know someone else's story i guess it depends what you're trying to escape really like well yeah we'll get into that as well so yeah the privilege of being able to escape yeah um okay our next big point was um that we're leading into how and why do movies feel like an escape to us we kind of already been talking about it's a different world than your own it's experiencing the world through someone else's eyes not exactly pov movies would be weird but <laughs> you're in there Ooh, that would be weird <laughs> wouldn't it that would think... be like a vr thing yeah i don't think i'm into that no. but you're essentially it's somewhat in the character's mind you know you're seeing things only they see um you get to channel emotions from the movie that are different from yours like sometimes when i'm trying to decide a movie i'm like oh what am i in the mood for and then Mm -hmm. i have to remind myself like no the movie chooses the mood just pick a movie and you'll be in whatever mood the movie is in that's true which can be great i mean sometimes you know you're sad you get to watch a comedy and laugh and you know forget about your sadness smile pick yourself up a bit literally just the act of smiling makes you feel better so watch comedies but also (laughs) sometimes you like you need a good cry so you put on a sad movie and instead of crying about your own shit you cry about their shit but also maybe it's kind of about your shit yeah it can be a good release in that way. Yeah, you know that feeling when it's like a movie and you're like just totally devastated. I was thinking every of, episode of Anne with an E. Oh, <laughs> when we when we went miss to you see, already miss you already oh my in gosh. theater. We both came out just like devastated, it's puffy and gross. Like I try to hold back because I'm in public, but like you couldn't. It was about friends dying. Like yeah. so sad. Um, so yeah, we didn't go into that wanting to be sad or feeling sad ourselves, but like. It feels good to, like, sort of, yeah, channel other emotions, whether it's sad or happy or angry or just sometimes you just need to feel something and you can't (laughs) muster it up for yourself. Yeah. Well, I also brought in the idea of, like, we're both people that rewatch things Mm -hmm. and, like, how that's, that specifically rewatching is such a form of escapism because, like, there's... There's mm-hmm. some things that I agree with you. It's like, well, depend, you know, the the movie dictates the mood. But mm-hmm. there's specific things that I go to if, like, I need because it's comfort. You yeah. know, you know how things end. You know what yeah. happens. There's no surprises. You have the comfort of knowing that, and you know what feelings you're gonna get from it. And it's like easy. And I don't know. I just, yeah. 
it's something I also am super guilty of because sometimes I'm, I want to know the oak. I want to have the comfort. And then sometimes mm-hmm. I don't watch new things because I'm like, but these are like candy bars for me. Yes. Like, <laughs> you know, it's good. I know it's good. <laughs> yeah. And that's almost, it's a different kind of escape to what go into a movie and not know the ending or sometimes I've talked about this with screeners I don't know anything about it. I'm just <laughs> diving right in with and it's a very different experience from escaping into a world that you know yeah. you know that it's different from yours and it's going to be beautiful and lovely or funny or sad whatever you want from it you know you're going to get it it's just a different escape yeah. but we love our comfort movies um. Yeah, that's why movies feel like an escape. Yeah, sure, sure. That's what we're gonna go with. <laughs> we, you know, we tangent. That's a big we'll part circle of the back to things. A we'll lot, circle probably. back. <laughs> I wanted to stick in here. <laughs> we're talking about what kind of movies are an escape. Yes. Like, does it have to be fantastical? Arguably, every movie is an escape. Um, when I was starting to write about like escapism i was specifically thinking about movies wherein i mean there's sort of two levels to it because you get to escape into the movie sort of your own mental escape but then you're on this journey with a character and actually that's what they're doing is escaping their mundane world for a fantastical world sometimes against their will um i'm thinking uh wizard of oz adaptations alice in wonderland adaptations and then original stuff like spirited away or my favorite movie mirror mask it was all like sort of ordinary girl swept into the fantastical world. So you sort of get to go on that journey with her. You're not just escaping when you turn turn on a movie, but you're like, first you get to know this character in the sort of normal world. And then you're like, oh shit, we're in Wonderland. Yeah. And then that's, yeah, it's just like a different level of escape. Those are always some of my favorites too when I think back though. Like, yeah. Because like you get the... to relate to the, you know, ordinary girl, whatever. That's your way in. And then it sort of feels even more of an adventure. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Rather than just joining someone in their fantastical world. Right? Yes. Yeah. It helps to have, like, the conduit into the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, like, not so fantasy, but, like, movies where someone is traveling. Again, they're escaping their own world going to someplace new like one of my favorite comfort movies under the tuscan sun oh she, it, such a good one she gets it's a solid one like she's just got a divorce and she goes to italy and it's like yes let's all escape our terrible lives and go to fucking <laughs> go to italy and buy Tuscany. a villa and just you know make some italian friends just write and live and eat oh my god oh. the dream <laughs> the dream <laughs> Anyway, so that's like, I wouldn't think of um, Under the Tuscan Sun as like an escape, escapism in the way that we think of the fantasy stuff, but it's, it's because it's beautiful Italy. It's like, I, yes, I put it on when I need to escape to Italy. Yeah. I, I think of it not necessarily falling into these cat, like the categories mm-hmm. that I read laid out and i read that in more than one article so it seems to be like oh, it's a, a think thing, official thing now. now um but like i fully agree that those are escapist films like mm-hmm. i know that technically it's like it's still the real world but it's like i'm never gonna ha- be able to do this or like yeah. 
I don't want to be sitting in fucking mid-February in Ottawa where it's dark for like all but seven hours a day and just like, I want to yeah. be in Italy where it's warm and sunny. That's definitely escapism so that, that I do in the winter yeah. for sure. It's like, I'm going to watch all of the European trip movies. Yeah, I agree. That, I think it's almost the purest form of escapism, like. Yeah, I just yeah wanted Get to mention that specific person. type of escaping movies when you actually, the character in the movie is escaping their normal life. I was trying to think Not of... Not by watching movies, <laughs> but by doing something. <laughs> Real world examples, um, but like other than travel films, like, because you, mm-hmm. when you brought up, you were talking about how like normal girl falls into like a crazy world and it's like there's a lot of films that do that without it being like a fantasy world just like circumstances change Mm -hmm. new girl princess diaries yeah for sure or like um god i hate to bring up twilight again (laughs) but i was just thinking about girl in a new school yeah and that's one right that happens where yeah where it it's different circumstances, but, like, she's not necessarily choosing it for herself. But mm-hmm. when we talk about, like, spirited away, it's not... She doesn't fully choose that for herself. No. So, it's interesting. Yeah, I think when we're talking about the travel kind of movies, generally, those are... Cho- they're choosing that yes, adventure. Gen- hopefully. And the fantasy stuff or this, like, girl at a new school stuff is, like, adventurous. Thrust upon them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Um, this was my favorite point that you wrote about. Oh, I'm so smart, guys. <laughs> um, I was writing about uh, the privilege of being able to escape, yeah. quotes, escape in the first place, because, well, kind of how bad is your life if you can escape it just by watching a movie? It's kind of the main point. And also that sometimes your escape is into a world that isn't better and fantastical and makes you want to go there. I you know it's a movie about like wars and stuff and yeah. it's like oh what an escape from my normal world but it's like there are people actually living like that and they can't fucking escape yeah especially like white person mm-hmm. middle class background and you sit there and I'm thinking of like the devastating ones about like foreign wars and like that sort of stuff yeah and that it's like almost an adventure in like a not good like not a way yeah. I'm proud of but like you're like oh wow like didn't know that was going on in Afghanistan right and then it's <laughs> like you turn off the movie and you go to your giant fridge and get yep. you know food and uh, you know what the water was off in our building all day yesterday yeah and I was like it was this is really annoying because they didn't even give me much warning but it was a short warning. They must have handed that out like yesterday afternoon. I walked out the door in the morning at 730 to go on a bike ride. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm coming back quickly so I can shower before the water gets turned off. There was also, though, like there was a water issue on Sunday night oh. where it went off for a couple minutes. The only reason I know is that I was in the shower. Oh, lucky you. <laughs> yeah. So and the water went off and I was like. And then, of course, you immediately are like, is it just our apartment? Yeah. But then, like, I could hear people kind of like trying the taps oh, and like okay. you know like the people and then some people out in the hall and i was like oh and then it but it came back on like within 10 minutes so but then something. i'm wondering if they found a problem anyway. there's a long tangent guys about <laughs> our water it's just like that made me really grateful for the fact that i even have 
clean water yes. that I can drink. Like, I just had to remember to, like, fill up a pitcher with water so I had drinking water all day. And, like, the fact that I have, like, a toilet yes. Yes. that I can just, you know, oh, I can't flush it today or whatever. But, like, that made me really grateful for my first world stuff. Yes. And then even people in our own country and stuff mm-hmm. that you see these less than perfect upbringings and stuff and, and it's circumstances just like, cool and it's like movie oh. and it's like this isn't just movie world yeah um there's a movie that we were going to show at ifo um we talked about it at screen summit um rustic oracle and it's about a teenage indigenous girl goes missing and mother and younger sister are looking for her very much based on real world things and because it's a movie it's an escape it was something different it was set in the 90s so there's even a bit of that time difference Mm. but it was like you couldn't after the movie was over it wasn't like well that's an escape back to real life because there you know there's like the stats at the end telling you like 25 percent of missing people are indigenous women like these terrible stats and you're like i cannot ignore this and yet also i can because it's not directly affecting me but also yes i feel guilt anyway we shouldn't ignore this um perhaps yeah i wrote down the ability to escape is the privilege of the unaffected doesn't that sound smart that sounds really smart that's great (laughs) I read that over as reading my notes before, and I was like, oh, gotta mention that. <laughs> you're, you're like, that one's staying in. It's a good one, right? Yes. The ability to escape is a privilege. Yes. Because if you can escape, that means don't affect you day to day. How bad is, you know, there are people who can't watch movies. They can't escape yeah. what's going on in Beirut by watching a movie right now. They've got Correct. bigger problems. Yes. I can escape, like, um, if I'm feel, having a high anxiety day. I can put on a movie and, like, play with my fidget cube and, like, calm down about everything. Those are, like, I can calm down about my problems for an hour and then, like, rejoin the world. Yeah. And still things aren't that bad. Right. Like, just the fact that, like, hating your job is a privilege in this, you know, like... Yes. uh, Having, like, a really shitty day at work is, like, Mm -hmm. such a good thing to have as a problem because if that's your problem you're doing all right yeah i do or try to do um a gratitude journal at the end of the day and oftentimes it's just like it's not really i don't write out cheesy things no no. i'm so grateful yesterday i was like i'm grateful i have water (laughs) (laughs) usually it's just like i used to do it all the time and i would just basically write down everything that happened that day and it was like even if i had a shitty day at work i'd be like went to work because in the grand scheme of things, I'm grateful to have a fucking job. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm also grateful that I get to go home and then, like, watch a movie to, like, relax from my crappy job. Yeah. Not my job now. My job now is not crappy. <laughs> Once upon a time, I had crappy jobs. We've all, yeah. We've all had crappy yeah. jobs. Oh. I was not made for retail. Oh, my God. Um, I was reading some intricle, in, interesting mm. stuff about escapism versus connection. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a whole article on like, I think they're taking escapism like in a very literal sense. But like, okay. if you're using stuff to escape, how can you still connect? And this person was arguing that like, even with escapism, there's connection. But like, 
are they opposites? Anyway, it was interesting. Mm. And I like this quote. While the knee-jerk reaction may be to say that film is a form of escapism, this surely cannot be the case. Even in the moments when we are utterly immersed in a film and feel totally alienated from our own realities, somewhere beneath this absence of mind lies a place where deeper connections are being formed, connections to our own emotions, to the lives of the characters we invest ourselves in, and to the deeper human consciousness on a whole. That's a very good point. Right, but interesting based on how we're discussing, because I feel like Mm -hmm. you and I have a similar view on escapism, Mm -hmm. and we're saying that maybe not the connections to our own emotions part, but they talk about connecting and investing ourselves in the lives of the characters, Mm -hmm. and it's like, this person sees that as proving that it's like not escapist, but like what Elizabeth of, Gilbert says, you're taking a vacation from yourself, from yourself to be invested in someone else's. Correct. Life. So, but yeah. it's just like a, an interesting point. Like how deep can you connect with something if you're kind of not connected to yourself? True. I don't know. I never well, it's like of the it. idea that like you think you're escaping, and we're escaping like the sort of surface level reality. Mm-hmm. But if it's like we said, a good movie that is allowing you to escape by keeping your attention, there is some. There has to be something happening. Otherwise, it's not <laughs> otherwise a good. It's not a good movie. It's not a good movie. It's fluff, <laughs> and you don't really care. And then it doesn't feel like an escape. It has to. I'd argue that it has to have connection to be an escape because it has to pull you into it with mm-hmm. that connection. Otherwise, it's not enough to pull you out of yourself into your mental vacation. True. But there's some people that would, like, sit and watch reality shows oh God. without a connection. They get really invested in those That's characters. true. I was thinking, though, like, Price is Right or, like, oh, something yeah. where it's, like, that is great escape. I just, sho- like, I can just imagine being on the couch shoving mm-hmm. stuff in my mouth. You know what? I don't, I don't think of that as escapism as much as I think of that as like numbing okay. like just pablum for your for sure simple I, mind I that and like <laughs> when you need simple pablum. yeah just because you want to win unless yeah unless you want to have that experience and you're connecting with mm-hmm. it in that That's way crazy. <laughs> and it's like escaping into your dream life where you are on the prices right but some people i guess we could say that not every movie is going to feel like escapism to everyone if it's not yeah, it depends. Something they feel that connection with to pull them into the yeah. escape. And it depends on your circumstances. Like, we can watch a film that depicts something and we can see it as an escape, but there's a person down the street whose life that is, like, eerily close to. So it also depends yeah, on Yeah, like trauma and stuff. We can... Yeah. Not to say that we love escaping into a movie with, like, rape and stuff, but I can, I can watch that stuff... And it feels outside of my life. Yes. Someone else would be very triggered and not want to watch that and not feel like this is an escape. This is too close to home. Correct. Yeah. As an example. Or even just like, I'm not a single mom, mm-hmm. you know, so like something I can't connect to. Also, you know, I don't know. It's just depending on your circumstances, the escapism is different. Mm-hmm. And I look, I have a point later on about um yeah when you see yourself on screen and relatability Mm. part of escaping is seeing different people's experiences so yeah for you a story about a single mom is like okay this is different this is part of the escape into a different world is this specific character's life experience Mm -hmm. is not mine but 
watching a character very similar to you in a similar life place might be like, this doesn't feel like such a <laughs> such an escape. Such a- it's just sort of, you know, all those emotions that you're connecting with are sort of weigh on you more when it feels more personal. Yes. So that's an, yeah, that's an interesting point about escaping versus connection or I think they, connection is what pulls pulls you into into escaping. Yeah. You can't escape if you don't want to in a way, you know, it's not a good movie. It's pulling you in. Pulling you in. Um, oh yeah, I guess that's kind of what my next point was the, yeah, watching movies about people different from you. And it feels like an escape, and this also ties in with the privilege of it might seem very far out of your world, but it might actually be reality for the person next door to you. It can also be a very good way of learning empathy. Yes. If you connect with... It's a good point for, like, the sort of representation diversity in general. Yes. If you see see other people's circumstances depicted in your media and it... It isn't just, like, totally other to you. Like, you know what I mean? We see it um, now. We've always seen it, but there's big things this year in social media Mm -hmm. about you need those. When people see the personal stories, then it clicks. Yeah. And now we all, more even more than before, more people before are, like, for Black Lives Matter are talking about it and getting active about it. And it's because people were making those connections and finding that empathy whereas and you need that sort of personal connection um i got another good quote from marcel proust oh we're going real highbrow aren't we again i don't know how i came (laughs) across this but it's from in search of lost time and it says thanks to art instead of seeing only one world our own we see it in multiple forms and as many as there are original artists just so many worlds we have at our disposal isn't that lovely? Yes. Everyone, there's, yeah, multiple worlds because everyone can create a world that you can escape into. Because arguably, anything anybody else writes and creates is different from your own experience. Well, and also with platforms on social media now, like, really mm-hmm. anyone can kind of create their own world. Yeah. To, like, have people escape into it's really weird. <laughs> Those really aesthetic Instagram feeds. Yeah. That all look so beautiful. Yeah. Seems like so much work. Oh, my God, I know. I thought about doing that once, and I was like, no. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care that much. <laughs> but good for you creating your art on Instagram. Yeah, no, Social I'm serious. It can be art. like a lot of work. Yeah. Well, I feel like we talked about most of my other points. Okay. What's next? <laughs> um, escapism in today's world. I mean, it's there. I'm going to mention it. COVID 19's kind of a thing. What? <laughs> been like, which is, I think, a lot of what prompted you to do the watch lists and stuff well, yeah, that then we inspired all this. to escape the world right, right now. Um, and just like in terms of the isolation that a lot of people are feeling. Mm hmm. Being stuck in quarantine, especially if you're immunocompromised and, like, literally haven't been able to leave your house. And we're really lucky to have escapism through film and, like, to be able to do that. And at least when we're stuck in our four walls, we can 
Still see the world. Still see the world. That was going in a really cheesy direction. So. It's true. Yeah. I watched, I rewatched my favorite travel show, uh, 48 Hours in, tra- no, Travel Man. 48 Hours in whatever city they're in with Richard sure. Iowati. Anyway, I was like, oh, look at all these places I'd like I to go. Know. Look at all these places that don't have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> this was filmed a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's definitely making escapism more relevant. And more, yeah, definitely more important. Almost, like, just for mental health. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I think, I think escapism has had, like, kind of a bad connotation in the past because people think of it as, like, when we were talking about, like, reality or, like, just kind of, like... Numbing out. Numbing Ignoring out. Ignoring real-world problems. Right. Yeah. It kind of had that flavor, and I feel like this pandemic, and kind of also some of the political mm-hmm. landscape lately, and everyone knowing that that's been so intense, it feels like people aren't looking on the escapism as, like, negatively. They're almost mm-hmm. seeing it as, like, valuable. Self-care. Yeah, and self-care, so... For sure. Like anything, moderation, you can't ignore the entire world and watch movies 24-7 and, like, pretend the real world doesn't exist. Yeah. If someone will pay me to do it. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, yeah, we all need to take a break from our real lives once in a while. Yeah. I'm escaping into your desktop background. I know. That's from our trip. I know. You can tell which pictures... Are mine and which are like stock photos that I found because mine are all crooked. <laughs> the horizons and all of mine are not parallel with the screen. Anyway. Well, now that's all I see. Yep. <laughs> that's um, my little escapism <laughs> is putting beautiful seascapes as my desktop background. Well, it cycles through them. Yeah. And some of them are from my own photos from a trip we nice, took. So because you change them seasonally. So it's great. Every time I come, it's like a new yeah. slideshow for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, some of the other stuff that I was... Oh, this just relates to COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can see how important escapism is if you're looking at like the Netflix profits and mm-hmm. the like Nintendo has had record <laughs> profits because mm-hmm. talk about another big way to escape video games, For right? Sure. So you it's, get to actually act you, through things. You see that like, that's what people are doing right now. And there's also, um, a quote that I found that talks about like movie demand mm-hmm. and that generally you think during bad economic times that it would go down because people are tightening their belts, but actually the opposite happens. COVID-19 might not be the best example of this because we can't leave our houses and go to the cinema. Mm-hmm. But that's why talking about like Netflix and Nintendo, you can it's just the at home version. Um, well, I would think, well, it depends what the bad economic times are. Like in this case, it's like, we all need, we're all stuck at home. We all need, we're not working. We're not working. People have yes. more time to do things like watch movies. I think there generally like, was like recessions and like that sort of thing. Times yeah, you, are well, tough. Yeah. You cut the, down on the luxuries. But like, yeah, it's different now with, this is specifically, you have to cut down on like eating out because you literally couldn't. But everyone probably already had Netflix or there. I mean, I know I tried out all the different streaming services. Because I had time to. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I think everyone kind of knows that everyone's doing it, but it just goes to prove, like, 
how important it is. And then mm-hmm. this guy was just talking, if you look generally over history, we're consistent in COVID the way they have always been. Because right. well, bad times yeah. means people need to want think about something entertainment else. and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, there was a thought in my brain, but it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Something about if this had happened. Oh, um, we're, yeah, we all want, we all want to escape now because what's happening. But this is also the first time that we've all, the entire planet been affected by something yeah. at the same time and have the technology to all experience it together mm. that we're literally everyone is looking for forms of escape but we're also confronted with the realities of like we said the people who don't have that luxury yeah so it's all like which gives us more reason to like want to get off <laughs> social media and escape escape hearing about how terrible things are in other parts of the world. It's it's a crazy like balance of I don't want to say like check your privilege, but like I mean we all have to sort of balance the harsh realities of the world with some gentle self care, mental yeah. health. Mental health, yeah. Not you can't take on all the world's problems at once. Yeah. But you also shouldn't completely escape and ignore them under the guise of it's too hard, self care. Yeah. But it balancing is. It's, is tough. It's yeah. That's always my been my problem with like all this self care trend. I'm like, what's the line between self care and just indulgence? Indulgent. Yeah. Like I it's don't know hard. How to like, do that. yeah. Can you give me like a time limit? This many minutes a day. Fine, I can follow that. Yeah. But like, it's like, you know, you look at some of the stuff and you're like, who has the time for all of this in a day? Or just the general idea of like, it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to like have a hard day. And I'm like, what if, like, what's the point between, okay, like recognizing like today's a bit tough. I'm going to take it easy on myself and like not take on so much work and just like being lazy, being every day. <laughs> yeah. Every day. I don't want to work. Like what's the, day, yeah. you know, I think. Maybe that's just for me because I am a very lazy person of, like, that line. Well, like, today I said I didn't. It's it's my period week. So I woke up this morning, didn't want to get out of bed, and then I felt, like, sluggish all day because I didn't get my morning exercise. And so I'm just like, okay, today's an off day. I won't force myself to, like, sit at the computer and work too much. But also that I constantly feel guilty that, like, the rest of my team is working, so I have to be working. Mm. Like, I can't, yeah, it's, yeah, it's hard so one. hard. And, okay, to bring it back what we're talking about, like, <laughs> what's the balance of, like, keeping aware of global events and not, but not taking on, like, if I read too much, I'm like, everyone is dying, it's so sad, and I have to, like, get away from that and maybe watch a movie or just, like, not think about it. But then when I think about it, I'm like, feel guilty that I'm, not thinking about it and not like doing more but then i can't handle like yeah (laughs) yeah and well and that balance is different for everyone and you just some people have to find your line problem and they're like yes activism activated (laughs) and they go for it and like they can handle that and some people sometimes they selfishly push it aside sure some people for their own sort of safety push it aside but you have to like 
find like we said you can't escape your entire life all the time it's your life <laughs> it's there whether you like it or not we're not quite at the it's point of plugging life. into real like virtual reality and just living virtual not lives. yet soon enough probably that'd be cool you could just like be a different person every day just live like you know Trio the best coolest day of that like character's life <laughs> each day every day would be the best day ever you would never That's have to have exciting. an ordinary day this is now i want to live for long enough to see this day plug me in <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, that's escapism. Yeah. <laughs> I actually thought this would be much longer, but we just whipped through everything. Well, I have... Oh, here, I'll do my last fun point. Oh. I, this, I was thinking about box office hits versus, like, award-type films. Okay. I was thinking about this more in terms of, like, what the world considers escapist films, because I find that those are, like, the box office hits. Mm-hmm. The fun things you go yeah, to the ones away. everyone yeah. just loves, and then none of them get nominated, yeah. and it's always the, like, really serious talking about the world. I guess historical, but... Anyway, I just found stuff. that, like, it trended along the line of <laughs> what people liked versus... Well, you yeah, know, we don't think much of awards, but like awards, awards. <laughs> you know, this, <laughs> the snooty, snooty awards. awards. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the idea of escapism goes along with the general idea of entertainment, mm-hmm. which can also be when we think of entertainment, we think more of the comedies and the lighthearted make me laugh, entertain me. And those are the, you know, bigger blockbusters because everyone, those sort of people pleaser, everyone can enjoy those things. Yeah. And the heavier stuff that tends to be the serious award stuff. I mean, it's an escape in that it's not your life, but it might not feel like such a light escape from your emotions. Yeah. It'll be a different life, but maybe not. You might come away feeling heavier (laughs) than when you entered. Yeah. Okay. Because that's another part of escapism, the sort of light or heavy kind of thing we're talking about like connecting your emotions to it escaping into a fun comedy fantasy la la land is a very different escape from watching selma or whatever like something historical (laughs) and heavy and not something you would actually want to go escape into no yeah and yet it's different so it's an escape well, I feel like we circled all the way back around now. I think we what did. is escape? <laughs> what is it? What is it? What are we doing? Oh, it's all it's all escapism. All of it. Anything but real life is escapism. <laughs> okay. That's generally my state. Anything but real life. <laughs> Please. Please, right now. Well, that's what started the song thinking. Anything but real life. <laughs> Here are the different genres of movies you can escape real life with. Yeah. Okay. Guys, what are your favorite movies to escape into? You can email us at ratedfmovies at gmail.com. Or, of course, find us on the Twitter sphere. Is that a thing people say? No idea. And the Instagram. Don't. I hate myself. It's okay. (laughs) At ratedfmovies. Yep. And, um... If you like this, please rate us on iTunes. 
And tell all your friends that this is your favorite podcast. Yep. (laughs) That's all we want. We just want you to tell us that you love us. That's and shameless pandering now, guys. (laughs) Come on. Um Yeah. I mean we're just sitting here talking to each other. You could join in and then we wouldn't be just talking to each other (laughs) to microphones. (laughs) To an invisible audience. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Creepiest Thank you. outro ever.